0: Welcome to the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, Kate Crocko, author, therapist, and business mindset coach. In just 20 minutes a week, I'm gonna coach you to your breakthrough, whether you're folding laundry, walking the dog, or in the school pickup line. It's hard to chase your dreams, chase clients, and chase littles at the same time. Your inner critic doesn't have to hold you back anymore. Together, we'll make you the boss of your brain so you can become the confident boss of your business and your life. Ready for your weekly mindset makeover? Let's turn your limiting beliefs into limitless opportunity starting now. Welcome to episode 111 of the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. I am so pumped to finally be back for a four-part series. I love doing these. I just had this feeling like I wanted to have a reflection and not jump into the next series because that's what January does, right? It sort of gets us to start thinking ahead, thinking about what has gone on the last year for us, where we've come from, where we're going. So that was my decision for pausing the series and just doing two solo episodes I hope that you guys learned a lot from them. I think my goal of two thousand and twenty-one is to be even more transparent and honest, and just really peel back the curtains for you guys and show you even more of what's going on in my business. You know, I share everything, but I I, I do feel like there are many lessons that maybe I haven't shared, and some things that maybe I haven't shared, and I just want to be even more open. I want to be on a bestie level with you guys. So anyways, this next series that we're going to do, we're going to talk about the four biggest mistakes that I've made in business. All right. So I've had businesses now for the last six and a half years, and I've had a ton of success. However, in order to get to the levels of success that I've been able to get to, I've also had to fall a lot the more we fall, the further ahead we actually get. And I think we always forget that, right? We think that it's going to be smooth sailing. Hopefully I'll never make mistakes. I'll never have regrets. Well, you know what? I don't have any regrets at all. I'm just going to start there. No regrets. However, I did make some pretty big mistakes and I am grateful for those mistakes because they really taught me a lot of lessons. So without further ado, let's dive into part one of the four biggest mistakes Kate has made in business. And number one is fast growth. Okay. So I'm going to go through a series of like little points. I think this will be the easiest way to break this down for you so that I can show you sort of my mindset around why I decided to make some of these decisions in my business, what was going through my mind as they were unraveling, as they were happening, and then being so far out of the picture now, like being able to step away, what my insights and um, just cut that, what my insights are. So this particular event I'm just going to share a little bit of the backstory. So I have a very dear friend who I reached out to because I was in the midst of trying to plan my book launch. And I really wanted to amp things up and be able to grow my accounts and find new followers and new readers for the for when this book came out, wanted to make this the best launch ever. And I do share a lot about this in my next book that will be coming out in March of 2022, about the pressures that I put on myself. It really went back to that perfectionistic Kate that I thought I lost a long time ago. Unfortunately, she came back. And I, in some ways looking back, it was almost a scarcity or a desperation to want to make this the best. And I just started asking around people that I trusted, people that I knew have had a lot of success in their business that were close to me and just said like, what are some good strategies for quick growth? You know, at that point I had about six months Out before my launch. So I had been working on this launch for like a year prior, even longer than that. I've been planning it forever. We'll just say that. I knew I wanted to write a book. I knew I wanted it to be successful. However, I put these pressures on myself, like I want to get to the New York Times bestseller list, or I want to get to number one on Amazon. And guys, unless you're going to pay a lot of money or you are just a unicorn there's no getting on a bestseller list. <laughs> it's hard. It's very, very difficult. And a lot of people paid to be on those lists, just so you know that. Did a lot of research on this. People pay people to buy books, which is insane. I learned this through my research. And at least I I, I realized at that point, well, you know what? Yeah, I'm not, I don't have a hundred thousand dollars sitting around to pay an agency to get people to buy my book. So I'm probably not going to hit the times list. So a friend of mine said, hey, you know, I had, she had said, hey, let's, you know, you can, you can do these giveaways. I've had some really great growth with giveaways. And I will tell you that in order to continue the growth, you have to be consistent. You have to keep doing them every month. And I thought, okay, like a giveaway. Yeah, that would be fun. Like that seems really simple. You just, everybody pulls money in together. And I had done these before. I had done them with people that I knew. And I will say the ones that I had done in the past had been very successful. We had done some small giveaways. We had small growth, like maybe a few hundred new followers or so. But we would all pitch in and like give our courses away or give our Books away, or like resources that we had, and this was a different one. This was somebody organizing it. It was a little bit more of a cost. It was one thousand dollars to be a part of this giveaway, but it was guaranteed that you would get somewhere around one thousand new followers, and that felt worth it to me. I, th- I thought, you know what, a thousand new people who could be in front of my book—that sounds incredible. And at that time, I had. 21,000 organic followers on Instagram. So these were people that I had nurtured and just, you know, just found me through different collaborations and things over the years, right? I had been growing my account for five years at that point. So you know, that was a pretty natural number or place to get to after posting consistently every day for five years. I'd worked really hard to get to that place. And that had been a a big part of me getting a book deal was me nurturing that platform for five years and showing up every single day in order to grow it to over 20,000. So, Pitch in my thousand dollars, and it was a giveaway for people to win. I think it was like, like cash cards and um, iPhones. It seemed sort of silly, but I was like, all right, let me just give this a shot. Um, the person who ran it runs accounts for very high level coaches, people that you would totally recognize, and has grown their accounts to a million. Or close to a million in the hundreds of thousands because this system worked. And <laughs> let's get to the good part now. It's day of giveaway, and I'm looking and I'm like, wow, oh my goodness. My account just grew by a thousand. It's 22,000. And then I check another hour later and it's at 30,000, and it just keeps. Going higher and higher and higher. And within 24 hours during that giveaway period, I woke up the next morning. I'd gone from 21,000 followers to 68,000 followers. Somehow, the person that ran this giveaway said this has never happened before. This was like a fluke. (laughs) It was somehow this giveaway ended up going viral. And I grew all of those thousands of followers within 24 hours. And what started happening was out of nowhere, I start I was getting tons of messages and comments. However, a lot of them were pretty spammy. Um, and I'm looking at the followers and I'm like, oh, I don't know if these are like ideal people for my audience. And for a about two weeks or so, my engagement was like booming. I had never seen that many likes on pictures. My views and my stories had skyrocketed and I was like, I was like, this is amazing. This is awesome. So <laughs> little did I know that it was going to be one of the biggest mistakes that I have made in my business because here's what happened. Most of us go to our closets and say, I have way too many clothes and nothing to wear. This is true for me and the average American who only wears 20%, meaning 80% of their closet and your closet and my closet is just clutter. If you've ever been interested in simplifying your wardrobe, that's what Cladwell's all about. They help you build a capsule wardrobe through their capsule wardrobe program, which is a six week guided course to build your perfect capsule wardrobe. This capsule wardrobe program has limited spots, but you can go on over to cloudwell.com and use code like a boss to get an extra 50 bucks off. Or if you wanna start with a Cladwell app membership first, you can use code like a boss and get 15% off the app membership. Guys, I have been using this app now for a couple of months and it has simplified my life. I got rid of the 80% that I was not wearing in my closet and now only wear what I love, what feels comfortable, what I wanna wear, and I look different every day. I don't wear the same thing every day. Erin, who is the CEO of this company, is also one of my good friends and I believe so much in this course. I have taken the course, I am still going through some of the material and videos right now and i've been using this app and i just want to shout it from the rooftops you know me wanting to clear the clutter this is a very easy way to clear the physical clutter and also the mental clutter that keeps you in indecision wondering and pondering and going back and forth wondering what you're going to wear every day this just makes it a breeze and here's what happens when you do these type of strategies is that In order to keep the engagement going, in order to keep the growth going, you need to continue doing the same thing because every time you bring in a big group of people into your following, the algorithm likes it. It shows that you must have something of value that people are liking and people are wanting to see your account. But then if it stops and you don't have these large number of people coming in, it does the complete opposite. And it tells the algorithm that your content must not be great because no one is coming in now at that same rate. And people are not engaging, right? So these were people that joined – were probably not ideal clients. So of course they weren't engaging in my stuff, right? They just wanted to win a cell phone. So what then started to happen was my engagement just started to tank. And literally I thought I was maybe shadow banned because people weren't seeing my things at all. So since then, which this was about a year and a half ago, we have literally been removing followers one by one there is no system that is automated that you can just go and like clean out inactive accounts or accounts that maybe don't look like ideal clients there there's nothing out there like that there were softwares like that in the past but they're not legal anymore and in my pursuit to clear out spammy accounts or accounts that just did not seem ideal to my following, I ended up getting locked out of my account. I didn't realize this was about this was about a year a year ago. Didn't realize that there's a limit on the amount of people that you can remove from your account every single day. And I think the limit is about 60. And I think that day I literally just was on a roll. And I was like, I'm just going to try to remove like a few hundred people. And I got locked out of my account for a week. Insane. So my mindset in this situation was I want to find a quick fix, right? And we know In business, there are never quick fixes. Quick fixes do not work. Unless, like maybe they work if you have unlimited funds to continue investing. So if I would invest several thousand dollars a month to continue with these types of giveaways, maybe it would have um, worked. Maybe it would have eventually brought more ideal people in. However, if it's like a one and done thing, it's not going to work. So I learned in this situation, do not ever try a quick fix. A quick fix is actually going to be a long fix, something that's going to take you a long time to try to recover from. And again, a year and a half later, we are still removing people. I think we're down into like the 30,000 follower range. And I know for sure that there still are people that follow that probably are not paying attention because my engagement still has not recovered from that. We'll just say that. It is still very low for the amount of people that are following. So how did this affect my business? Hmm. Well, it made me panic a little bit because now I have this book coming out in six months and the people who were seeing all of my stuff are no longer seeing my stuff. It shook my confidence a little bit, like (laughs) made me feel pretty frustrated with myself. Like, why did I try this quick fix? It wasn't worth it. And what did I learn from this situation? I think this is the big takeaway. Just because it works for someone else does not mean it's going to work for you. Now, this is something really important that I drill into my mastermind clients almost every single day. I actually recently came up with my team and I had actually been in discussion and planning over the last couple of months or so. How can we make the mastermind even better in 2021. What can we do? Can are there some loving ground rules or loving guidelines that we can put out there? You know, we had some like very simple ones, but some additional ones to just be really good reminders to the women in there that their situations are always different than someone else's. And we put these together and we got some really great feedback. Really, really great feedback. And this is what these guidelines are, are really an encouragement and reminders that our situation is always going to be different than someone else's. And it's so important, especially when we're in a supportive community like that, that when we are reaching out, because these women are so, so supportive of one another, when somebody posts and has a question or is going through something, they're all there to jump in and help. But what I think can happen sometimes is we want to jump in and fix. And we have to realize that the other person's life or business is not our responsibility. We can love, we can share, but we can't fix it for them. And I think as humans, especially humans with really big hearts, It's so easy for us to want to do that, to just say like, oh my God, I have the solution for you. And I am so guilty of this, guys. And this is exactly why I decided to come up with this, because I know that I've done it before too. Like, let me dive in, let me do this. And I know that it can overwhelm people because everyone's situation is different. They may feel like, oh, I don't have the amount of time that you have to devote to your business. So I can't, there's no way possible that I could be successful like you. Or I don't have the funds to invest and um, try out these different strategies in my business. So there's no way I can be successful like you. So what this really taught me again is that just because this is working for someone, Doesn't mean it's going to work for me. And I need to be even more mindful when I make decisions to not jump in. And this is helping me right now, actually, as I am considering next steps in my business because I'm always looking at new ways to grow it and to get my message out there. And what I'm reminding myself in these next decisions and investments is okay, they are telling me that they got these results with these other businesses. However, are these businesses similar or are there differences? Has this person already made a really big name for themselves? And with the help of this investment, it's just going to propel it forward. Like, However, like maybe my situation's different. I am still, I'm a brand new author. I'm still just getting my book out there. I don't have a New York Times bestseller yet. So the strategy that they're using to get this person another New York Times bestseller needs to be different because what works for them is not gonna work for me. So, I try really hard. And again, we try to drill this into the women that you can love and support and say, Hey, I'm so sorry that you're going through what you're going through right now. Or I totally understand what you want to do. Let me just share with you what worked for me. This is what worked for me. However, I know your situation is different and this might not be the best fit for you right now. And I think that when we can. Approach situations like that and really approach everything in life with more empathy and just more openness and understanding and remembering that people's lives are different. And just because something has worked one way for us, it doesn't mean it's going to work one way for them. And I think when we can acknowledge that and also say it, it makes that other person feel really heard. And again, makes them feel very empowered and not like they want to run and hide because there's no way that they could achieve or afford what you have done. So, this was one of the big lessons, I should say, one of the biggest mistakes that I made in my business. Again, I don't believe in failure. I know that through every fall that we have, we learned something and this taught me a lot. So I would not, ne- I don't actually regret this. I would not take this away. I would not, not do it again because I don't think I would have learned my lesson without seeing this. And this was a pretty big visual. So that's all I got for you guys today. Make sure you come back next week and have a listen to the next mistake. It's sort of fun talking about mistakes um, because it feels, it just, To be honest, to me, it feels very freeing and therapeutic to be able to say, like, I've messed up here. And I think that this is a lesson that we can all sort of take away from with us today and just ask ourselves, how can we be more honest with our communities? How can we talk about some of the things that aren't glittery and (laughs) sexy and make us look a certain way? But how can we talk about the things that make us look human, right? I think it's so important. Um, Enrollment for the mastermind is still open. It is only gonna be open about another 45 days or so. And we're gonna be closing it for a little while and then won't be reopening it again until early summer. So my suggestion for you, if you have been on the fence and getting support You know you want support. You've been putting it off saying, oh, once I make a little more money or once I feel more ready or once I have more time, then I'll reach out to Kate. No, reach out today. Even if you're on the fence, just reach out. Go over to my site, katecracko.com forward slash breakthrough. Fill out an application. I'll shoot you an email back and um, we'll set up like a 15 minute call. You can come on, just shoot your questions over to me. I'll be there to answer. We'll chat about whether it is a good fit, whether it is the right timing for you. I also have a video on the sales page. Um, If you go over to my site, you'll see. And it just sort of walks through some of those sort of objections that we have when we want to try something new, but those fears and those lies that we throw in our way. And something that I always like to say is I think the biggest hindrance to people is I can't do the program now because my life is the most chaotic it's ever been. And what I say is the best time to get support in your life and in your business is when it's the most chaotic. Because you are probably doing a lot of things that are not necessary, that you really don't need to do. But because you're so in the swirl and you don't have someone looking in for you, you just keep doing them and it's wasting your time. It's wasting your energy. It may actually be hindering your results. And it's funny because my husband and I were just talking about this this morning about how in 2021, we want to be even more intentional with our businesses in sitting down together and also with the business partners and going over things, like even more frequently, like, hey, let's take a bird's eye view at all of this. What are we doing that we don't need to do? What are we doing that maybe we need to refine? What do we need to shift? How can we make everything better? So that's what I'm here to do with you. All right. So again, go on over to my site, katecrocko.com forward slash breakthrough, fill out an application. I would love to chat with you. All right, until next time, see you next week. Hey friends, make sure you subscribe so you can receive the latest episode automatically downloaded wherever you are listening to this show. We also read every single review. So make sure you let us know what you thought about today's episode by leaving a review. Love ya.